Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Today in Town Packers podcast. My name is Griffin. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at All Day Packers, and I'm joined, as always, by my good friend Braun, who you can follow on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers. We're coming back to you after another uh, a Packers loss, the fourth loss of the season. Does it feel like a loss? No, because this game meant nothing. But uh, it was still fun to watch. You got some good nuggets on Jordan Love. He played... Well, he he played, uh, for, you know, for the first time in a while, it's been like the Packers played over the weekend and they're kind of an afterthought. Like I haven't seen one, like anyone on TV talk about the Packers game. Like this game meant nothing. And it was such a, such a fun Sunday of fun football. That Sunday night game was one of the best games I've seen in a long time. It, it, we got a lot of fun stuff to talk about here because we got no game this week, of course. So this is just going to be a fun laid back podcast. Bron, how did you enjoy your Sunday of meaningless football? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Obviously it kind of felt like a bye week because we lost to the Lions and we didn't really have we don't have to care about the result which is nice um we'll talk about that game a little bit though because as you know Griff I always have a lot to say especially when it comes to a certain backup quarterback but okay uh, we can't we cannot dog on Jordan Love we can't make it that podcast Ron we we can't do it It I'm not gonna no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go crazy or anything but I (laughs) certainly have some things to say I know you have some things to say do you want to get that out of the way I mean do you want to talk about Jordan Love well the only thing is is like we have two opportunities to go and try to score and then the one that the one that we did actually get a touchdown on was all thanks to Josiah DeGuara and I'm not gonna punish Jordan for throwing a touchdown which he did but then he threw two picks when we needed him most, and it's like, well, and but we're not going to blame him yet. It's not his fault. We're not going to well, blame him yet. We need to give yeah. him more time. We need yeah. to give him more time. He needs, he more, needs time. more time. He needs more time, bro. But but guys are getting cut. Like Josh Rosen got cut after a year, and it's like yeah. these guys are the standard is much higher now, and we can't just be like you know Jordan. We can't be continuing to baby Jordan Love. And, uh, I mean, when you throw two picks and the last one we have a chance to go down and try to, you know, show us that you're like this potential superstar. These are the moments. Go win a game. You have an opportunity to go down and try to win a football game. And he threw two picks in those big moments. And I don't care what happened to, you know, like the ball got tipped or whatever. It it should not have been caught by Amari Rodgers. And I'm not saying that it's his fault that it got picked, but then he went and threw another pick that was completely his fault. I mean, what do you want? Like, how, you get another chance, and he did it again. I mean, that was... It was worst-case scenario, definitely. Definitely worst-case scenario. But here's the thing, Braun. So these guys like Josh Rosen, these guys like, I don't know who else, maybe Tua this year, and maybe Davis Mills, like, they come into these Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne, Dwayne Haskins. Haskins. Think about it. So, like, it. these teams waiting on your quarterback to, to develop is such an outdated way of thinking in the NFL. And a lot of teams, they don't give their QBs a chance. If they're not good within the first few years, then they're out, of, out on them. They're ready to draft the next guy. But having Aaron Rodgers drafting in advance gives us the opportunity to let him develop and maybe he can be something because imagine if Aaron Rodgers got drafted by the Washington football team two years ago like the same player same everything they probably would have been out on him pretty early on and then we never would have gotten to see the best quarterback of all time so and if we didn't have Aaron Rodgers we draft Jordan Love to start right away and maybe we move on from him already but we have the benefit of having Aaron Rodgers who maybe can play a lot more years and maybe we want him to play for the Packers for a lot more years so we get to let Love develop that's kind of the advantage is he ever going to develop I don't know he kind of reminds me a lot of Drew Locke after watching Drew Locke on Sunday or Saturday It kind of reminds me of just a guy who's got a lot of talent, but is probably never going to be able to put it together, which is true for most quarterbacks in the NFL, but at least we have a shot that maybe he can be 
the uh, the successor to Rodgers. That's always potential. No, shut up. That's not, no, no. <laughs> There's potential no. of He's that. He's not shown anything. No, he has never shown anything to me he hasn't in the shown slightest. It. And I'm not saying... I'm not saying we should get rid of him or anything. He's a fine backup. He can make a a decent throw here and there, but he did. He has never shown me that he's got the ability to be the successor to Aaron Rodgers. That's. I mean, we have no reason to move on from Aaron Rodgers whatsoever. I don't care if we have to pay him a hundred million dollars a year. I don't care what the quarterback market is, and we've got Jordan Love sitting there. I don't care. I mean, this guy. Yes, we need a backup. We've always needed a backup ever since Matt Flynn. Brett Hundley wasn't good enough to take us to the playoffs, and you can't ask that of a backup, but you'd like to have it, and now we've got a chance because this is a guy you can ask that of. If Rodgers were to go down at some point in the season and we'd need him and he could come back for the playoffs, we need somebody to be able to like hold down the fort and keep us rolling, but we have not won a game with Jordan Love as the quarterback yet, and he just is not showing me anything that has like flashes of stardom or anything like that. Yes. It's yes. just like how many picks is he going to throw that like how many more do we have to see? Like he's every, every time he gets a chance to show like oh this could be his moment where like I remember when Baker Mayfield won that Thursday night football game with that you know he had a great game game winning against drive, the Jets in, against Sam against Darnold. The Jets. Yes. And that was like that was a moment where he looked like he could start in the league and Jordan Love has never showed me that. We need him as a backup to be somewhat decent, and he's shown that he can play and, and a little bit and throw, but he's also got the worst pocket awareness I've seen from a Packers quarterback. And <laughs> oh my God. if you haven't... Do you, you remember Brett fu- Hundley? Think about how Rodgers... Yes. Think about how Rodgers has gone the whole season without fumbling, and then Jordan Love gets in two games, and every five minutes he's about to lose the football. And it's like, wow. You, you appreciate Rodgers more and more as you watch these other quarterbacks play. It's, it's really crazy. It okay, really here's is. here's the thing where I think you're right. I do agree that he has shown not many flashes. He did have a very nice pass to Tyler Davis that unfortunately Tyler, Tyler Davis could not bring down a little high, in the end zone. Decent throw. A little high <laughs> a little wobbler. A little high wobbler throw. It's a nice throw. <laughs> a, a little high. It, okay, it was a little high, but catchable. And it was a great throw on the run. A little I mean, high, yeah, wobbler. Y- but you, yeah. you expect you got... <laughs> Oh my god. You expect you got to make that catch. And if he makes that catch, uh it probably doesn't change your opinion at all. But you know, that's a little bit of a flash, but yes, I agree. Other than that, there's been no flash, and that's the concerning thing. And uh, I saw a video circulating on Twitter of like 2006 Rodgers coming in second year for an injured Brett Favre against the Patriots and he stunk it up and he played he played bad. The the clip showed him playing very poorly. But also, that's the Bill Belichick defense, and I don't know what the Patriots did that year, but I'm assuming they went to the playoffs and played very well. Uh, and it's Bill Belichick, not the Detroit Lions, who have won two games all year. So, not a very fair comparison. The Detroit Lions I backups. Think. The Lions yeah, backups the Lions in, most backups. Of, in most of the cases. The Lions starters are backups, so... Um, you know, but still, that's you know... not a good know, point. Not, it's, I, is Love going to be the successor? I don't know. Is he going to be any good? I don't know. But... We'll see. And luckily, we have the benefit of being able to wait and see on Jordan Love unless he wants out after this season, which is a possibility because we have to decide on the uh, the fifth-year option for Love after next year. So it's kind of like, you know, we don't have a lot of time to waste here. We gotta. What if he wanted to play? I mean, well, if, I know if he, he wants, wants to play, play he's going to pull a Rodgers from last offseason. Maybe he decides 
how patient is he? Maybe he doesn't feel like he. Maybe he feels like he wants to start. Maybe he's like, all yeah. right, trade me. I yeah. doubt he does that though. Also, he has no reason to. He has no leverage at all. They're just gonna be like, <laughs> no, yeah, that's no. not happening. I, no one wants to. No one wants to trade for you. They'd probably say, who do you think you are? Also, yeah, what are we gonna get for you at twenty twenty four seventh? We weren't around for the Rodgers drama when he was the backup behind Favre, but didn't something similar happen there where they had to extend him before he was even the starter? Or maybe they extended him before the 08 season. But uh, they're, the Packers are going to have another decision like that. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe they still believe in him. But uh, he hasn't shown a lot of flashes that he can be that he can be that guy in the NFL, which is concerning, I'd say. Disappointing, too. I mean, when you pick a guy in the first round and trade up for him, sacrificing the chance to add another another real talent like to to bolster your NFC championship squad um that's definitely you know that's not great I'd rather us maybe get a receiver or add whatever to the defense right at the time but I I think it was important to get a quarterback because we needed a backup that could actually potentially be somebody that if Aaron were to get hurt that could come in and be like a legitimate quarterback like and not just like where once Rodgers is hurt oh that's it year's over you know, I wanted somebody with a possibility that could make us a legitimate threat still as a football team without Aaron. And that's just not the case with Jordan yet, at least. And it's been two years, and the idea is you develop and sit under Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be beneficial, but we haven't seen any benefits from that yet. We just haven't seen it. And he's getting more than any other quarterback has. Uh, talk about Trevor Lawrence, these guys, Zach Wilson. They're inserted right away. But uh, but Jordan Love is able to sit, and he's been learning with Aaron Rodgers, the best mentor you could possibly have at the quarterback position, and he's gotten a chance to learn from him in the meeting room, practice with no pressure to have to play yet, except for two games. And when he's been put in those games, he struggled. He struggled in practice quite a bit. He's he's shown that he can make an NFL quarterback throw at times in practice. But it's I mean like. You need more from a first-round pick, and he just hasn't shown that. So it's really disappointing, um, and it's sad that we did all that just to, you know, it created all this tension with Rodgers, and hopefully we're out of it and Rodgers is, you know, all good with the organization now, but that's what started everything. That's what really, really started all the drama and the chaos, and, and hopefully now we're back in a position with Aaron that it's good enough that even if Jordan Love doesn't work out, we'll still have Aaron around, so we won't have to worry about it as much, not relying on him to be the starter or anything like that. Yeah, well, now retirement is kind of more of a possibility in my head now than it was at any point <laughs> in the past couple of years for Aaron, especially if we win the Super Bowl. I feel like that's a very Aaron thing to do, but I don't know, man. I don't know. This is a lot of off-season talk. We're only talking about this because this game against the Lions... It wasn't very exciting. We lost. Fourth game of the year. I posted this today. Matt LaFleur has lost four games, including the playoffs, each game or each season that he's been the Packers head coach. And this was our fourth loss of the season. So we're going to win every game the rest of the way because LaFleur only loses four games a year. So Super Bowl champions, as you said, past two weeks in a row. Just give us his trophies already. Just give us the rings. It's over. But, uh,. Mostly Sunday was just exciting because of all the football that was going on. It felt like a real playoff preview, you know? Like, these playoffs 
We've been saying it all season long, man. There's no dominant elite team other than Green Bay. But even midseason, we weren't sure who it was. And it wasn't Green Bay at the time. Now it seems to kind of be Green Bay. But other than that, especially in the AFC, like there is no front runner. And it is anyone's ball game. And these games on Sunday were so fun. That Sunday night game, that Rams, uh, the Rams 49ers game was so much fun. And I can't wait to just sit back and watch Wild Card Weekend play out. Super Wild Card Weekend. They're still calling it that. Why are they still calling it that? It's very tacky in my opinion, but uh, I, I'm not Roger Goodell, so I can't change that, can I? No, you can't, Griff, but it is three days, and that's, that is pretty that super, is super to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty super. Okay, I'll give him that. It's pretty super. Well, there you go. And uh, with that, that's going to do. No. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Rodgers. Rodgers probably locked up MVP. It didn't matter how well, he play- how well he played. It was just a matter of it's his award to lose, and he didn't lose it, so I think he's minus 600 in Vegas, so it's it's his award pretty much, but he played very well, looked very sharp against the Lions. His, both of his touchdowns to Lazard were just, oh my god. Things Those passes. Be, that Ugh. first one, man, that was peak Aaron Rodgers right there. Just tight window. The second second reaction play where he just fires it in there. And he's got his he's got his O-line back, man, minus Bill Turner. He's got his guys back, and he was dancing in that pocket on Sunday just like Prime Rodgers. It's nice. Nice to see. And he's moving well this year, too. Yeah, the one thing was that they weren't playing in rhythm as much. Like, you know, I, that's the only thing. Um, I don't know if it was the receivers or if it was Aaron himself, but he had all the time in the world. Having yeah, David back, he felt I think it's, comfortable. The meaningless game factor there. I think he was just trying. Yeah, to play he wanted to play around. He definitely wanted to play around and like just have fun. I think that's what it looked like. I, I definitely agree. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Like the fact that it was really a meaningless game, that makes me feel better because I was the I was a little concerned. Like you know maybe he's trying to like with David back, he's falling into like the idea of like playmaker. Like, but you're right. Like the fact that it was meaningless. The game didn't matter. He probably didn't worry so much about playing in structure and and obviously like playing the offense to a T and just getting it like getting the ball out to the guy like on schedule. He probably wanted to have a little fun and then he looked really good. I mean, his passes were so precise. The second one to Lazard, you talked about the first one. The second one that Lazard kind of had to juggle a little bit. He was wide open, but Rodgers threw it perfectly over the defender right into Lazard's hands in the end zone. That was such a good throw. Oh my goodness. This I mean, he is on another level right now and he and he looked so good in in that half that he played. Like it was really good. It was great to see like that he was right on and Devontae looked good and their connection were super smooth. And then he was able to hit Lazard and give him all this trust and momentum with two touchdown passes. Like we've got everything we need. That we just gotta connect a little bit more. I think the tight end play has to step up a little bit. Um, it was nice to see Josiah have a huge, huge play. We'd like to get that with Rodgers in the game, too, and hopefully friend he can be show. utilized like that. Josiah, we interviewed him, friend we of the show. We did interview him. I say, every time he catches a pass, I say, oh, that's my good friend, Josiah DeGuar. It's pretty cool that we I, also about A.J. Dillon. Like, we got well, those guys Dillon, on this yeah. team we've interviewed. Dominique yeah. Daphne, we've interviewed those guys, and yeah. we get to say it every time they walk on the field. Oh, yeah, we interviewed him. Yeah, and had a 30 minute cool. conversation with that guy. Not 30 minutes, a little bit shorter than that. But probably about that. Whatever. It's so crazy, isn't it? That it's since week 11. Like that's the split you need to do with Rogers' season. It's since week 11 he has been on another level, returning to his MVP form. And if you take away everything after week 11, he, uh, he's not the MVP. Like there's no way he would win it. It's this stretch that he's been on, which is the reason he's going to win his fourth MVP award. And I feel like we we can't understate that because do you remember at the time it was so strange because that first half of the Vikings game was 
like bad. It was a bad half. Rodgers played poorly against Seattle. He was out with COVID the week before, and he's just looking like a like not like himself. And then after halftime, or no, it was right before halftime, he threw that bullet to DeGuara on the run, moving to his left, which was a crazy play. And it's like, that's kind of the play that changed his season, like turned it around. Because ever since then, the rest of that game, he threw two in- one incompletion, the rest of that game. He was on fire. And ever since then, he has just looked like his old self. And it's very strange. I don't know what happened. I think I joked on Twitter at the time that he found the 2010 film at halftime. But uh, he's been on another level ever since then and uh it's great it's great man because this is what we need this is what elevates the team to the level that we expect it to be and uh, just on a throw-by-throw basis there's no better quarterback in the nfl than rogers right now what is it since week 11 i think he's been he's had 20 touchdowns and no picks since that time the specific no week 11 interceptions that you mentioned. no None. interceptions that is zero absurd it's like that <laughs> the interception to Jamal Adams against the Seahawks kind of broke his season. He's like, I'm not doing that again. How embarrassing. <laughs> I never want to throw one of those again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's been so good. All right, well, let's talk about Devontae. How good did he play? I felt like he was right in rhythm with with Aaron, making those same moves and same catches. And it, it, look, it looks so easy, Griff. This is what I'm talking about. Everybody always wonders, oh, they rely too much on Aaron and Devontae. They do that by choice. Because we've seen what happens when Devontae gets hurt. We still win the game. They've never lost without Devontae. So, I mean, it's not like they're relying on him. They just choose to throw it to the best player on the field because it, they can. And it's that's, it's that easy with, for those two. Their connection, is it bests every other team's defense and whatever they're throwing at them. It doesn't matter. So what, what Green Bay is going to continue to do is that, unless somebody is able to stop it. And then they'll go to whatever else they need to go to. But as long as they can do it, why not? I mean, put it in your best player's hands, and that's what they should do, and, and that's what they will do, unless somebody finds a way to stop it. And like I said, nobody has in all these years. So um, that's their best way, and, and we're going to continue to do it until somebody tries to stop it and can, and that has yet to happen. It's two Hall of Famers, bro. Like, how many teams have two Hall of Famers on their team, both on offense? Like, not the. It's pretty rare. <laughs> like, I'm all for, as I say, pretty much every week. I'm all for just throwing it to Devontae every single play because he's so special. And on days like Sunday, when he knows he's breaking a record, he's on. And of course he was. And he made some spectacular plays after the catch was phenomenal, as he always is. And that duo is unlike anything else in the sport. Maybe it's three Hall of Famers, actually. David Bakhtiari, back on the field. Oh, is he... <laughs> so, hey, Griff, it's so great to have him back. How exciting was it to see that oh, hair flowing on the dude, field again? The hair flowing. Just that first snap, seeing him line up at left tackle. It was like the world was healed. Like, what, yes. COVID, what, everything was already <laughs> We're yeah, it was so great. We were, man. So great to have him back, man. I love David, and he is—he's an All-Pro football player in this league, and that is so valuable. And now we are just healthier. And and who else are we getting back, Griff? We've we, got we just Z found out today. Set to practice. Darius Smith is coming back. Oh he's going to play in the divisional Dude, round. Z was the one who I wasn't sure because he's still on IR, I, you know hasn't practiced. I'm not sure about Z, but he's going to. I felt this good week. about Z. You know why? Because he is the type of player. And he plays the type of position and snap count to where, and he, he as soon as he was ready, he doesn't have to go through that same protocol that all these other guys have to go through of like Matt Lafleur is gonna make sure that they're ready. Like Z, he's gonna jump in as soon as he's been labeled cleared by the doctors, and that's what he does, and he's gonna do that in the divisional round. And I'm so happy for him. He posted that. I mean, he's gonna play. 
there's no doubt in my mind, and I don't think there's a doubt in his mind, he's going to play in the divisional round. Jair is absolutely going to play because he was probably going to play in this past game if he wasn't on the COVID list for the most of the week and only had one practice. Right. Obviously, David's back. We just got Jair's been practicing Turner. since December 8th. Yes, bro. Jair is fine. Jair is going to play. He's ready to come. Bill Turner, he's back now. He's going to be back. He's And we thought his season could be over. We thought it yeah. was a... We thought it was what Elton did in ACL, and here I we was are. there live when that happened. I was that, there. That sucks, dude. I was oh, like, it oh, sucks no, to lose Bill Elton. Turner, not great. Oh, no, no, not Bill. Elton. Yeah. I'm talking about Bill. You think well, I went both to sucked. Yeah, both sucked, and we got, but we're getting Billy back, and, and we're it's great Cobby to have back. him. And Cobb, we, we've mentioned a hundred. I mean, times. Cobb was so good before he got injured. So in good. He was Ar- like he's automatic on third down. Automatic on third down, and everywhere else, he's been so spectacular. And I literally, every week, go on a rant talking about how great he's been and how nobody should have ever doubted him and we should have never cut him and I wish we never did and I, I'm so glad he's back <laughs> because he wanted to be back and now here he is and he's going to play in the divisional round and we're going to be at almost full strength. Full strength, like, man. And it's so hard to believe. Like We're going to be at our best. The only difference is David and, and Elton switching roles. Really, I mean that's pretty much it. Like I can't think of many other guys that are well. You know, we didn't have guys like Whitney Merciless and Rasul Douglas in week oh, one. Pour one out for Whitney Merciless, man. I wish he could be with this team too. What a great yeah. fourth he would be at the edge rusher. Yeah, but it's great to have the guys that we have now, and and I just feel so good about where we're at health wise. And I posted something similar um, about the Rams lost one of their one of their really good safeties, Jordan Fuller, lost him to an injury. And I said, this is the type of thing that the Packers get to avoid by having the automatic win in the wild card round with the bye week that they got. And teams like the Rams and all these other NFC teams are going to suffer while they beat each other up in the wild card round. Green Bay is going to be at its healthiest, its most rested of the year, and they're going to reach their maximum health. And it's just like, that is so valuable. And they're going to have to come to Green Bay, these warm weather teams like the Rams and Tampa Bay and whoever else. I mean, wow. We are in a great position, and it's set up for us to go out, at least get to the Super Bowl, and then if if we are what I feel like we are, which is the best team in football, we're going to go and win the whole thing. Um, so it's a really good position that we're in. I'm as excited as it gets, Griff, as you know. We never mentioned uh, Josh Myers being back. He was back in the lineup. Oh, Looked yes. Look good. I mean, Starting, Lucas... Too many guys to... F- we're forgetting, like, how many guys... Because all these guys coming back within, the ne- you know, within a week or so, it's pretty great. Getting Royce Newman off the field makes a big difference, in my opinion. And Lucas, uh, back at that right guard spot where he's played for most of his career, it's pretty good for him, you know? Yeah, and I like getting Lucas Josh playing Myers, in the... Rookie yeah. second-rounder, getting him some snaps, that's great. And he's ready to rock and roll. Everyone's ready to rock and roll here. And we are ready to go, man. This is so exciting. It's so exciting yeah. being back in the playoffs. Number one seed. We could have rested these guys, and we didn't. But they're going to get two weeks of rest, and we got out of here with no injuries other than MVS, which who knows what's wrong with him. But uh, it's just everything is okay, and we got we get to wa- sit on the couch this week, watch the NFL action go on, and see who we're playing, which could either be, who could it be? It could be the Eagles, it could be the Rams, the Niners, or the Cardinals, correct? Yes, that's correct. And I always say, Griff, I always like to say that we have to watch these other teams, or not we have to, we get to watch these other teams beat each other up. And when I say that, I mean they have to go through a grueling game, uh, you know, win or go home mentality with guys playing 
all with their hearts and, and every bit of their fiber of their being to go out there while Green Bay is resting, preparing, getting healthier. And it's grueling, and it's a lot to have to go through one of these playoff games. And then, I, I said it, if if it ends up not being an upset in, in those first two days, the Saturday and Sunday games, um, it'll be in that 4-5 matchup, it's going to be the winner of that game. If, if the Eagles don't win and the Niners don't beat the Cowboys, which it's possible, we'll get into all that playoff talk, but otherwise it's going to be the winner of Rams-Cardinals, and that's a warm-weather team playing on a Monday, either one of them, Arizona warm weather in a dome, the Rams warm weather, dome-type stadium, and whoever wins that game, it'll be Monday night, they'll be on a short week, potentially playing on either a Saturday night or a Sunday night, so they're going to have to play on a short week coming to Lambeau Field, and it's just in the freezing, freezing cold. It's expected to be, I mean, this is a pretty far forecast, but they're talking about it being kind of similar to what it is like now in Green Bay, single-digit temperatures Is it negative eight today? Yes. I don't think it's going to be that cold, but <laughs> yeah, we never know. I mean, it's so far out, but, I mean, that's crazy. Right now it's negative four in Green Bay at this time, which is insane. I mean, if it's anything <laughs> that like is that. That's insane, man. That is Imagine the, we bro, get a game like that. That's Imagine ice bowl weather. That, that's yeah. the ice bowl 2.0. That is that would be crazy. I, you know what I always think we're of in this? a great position. Griff. I always think of we the are in a great position. The 2013 wild card round when we lost to the 49ers. Remember that one because I remember that was one of my first year. That was my first year really watching football, and I was think I was telling all my friends at school like it's gonna be so cold. The Packers are gonna win, and then they lost. I only thought they were gonna win because of the the weather. I was I, all I knew about it was how cold it was gonna be, and I was like they they don't want to come to Green Bay, Wisconsin. And uh, they lost, so hopefully that doesn't happen. Uh, that's kind of off tangent, but uh, just uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's not just the weather. Like we need to rely on more than the weather. We can't go out and play flat. Like we need to go out and play like I'm. The whole thing is about mentality. And if we go and like, I'm, I'm hoping we play a team like if it's going to be San Fran, the whole mentality is going to be, oh, they think they're hot. They're going to run it on us like they did in 2019 in the NFC Championship, and like they've done in that same year. They did it twice on us. It's going to be that again. And we need to be able to be the underdogs in some way. If it's L.A., it's tough. Like, we beat them, like, already. Um, if it's Tampa Bay, you know, in, in maybe in the NFC Championship, that's one that will be – we'll get up for that game. But, like, you know what I mean? It, you, you get concerned about, like, they, we are the best team in the league, to be fair. Like, it's, it's easy to kind of sit and rest on your laurels. I just hope that that doesn't happen. Um, but it's hard to say against who that it could happen. You know what I mean? Like, whoever comes out and wins in the wild card round, hopefully that's enough mentality-wise. Like, they just won a football game in the playoffs. It's going to be a challenge either way. Um, but the Rams are very good, and then at times they haven't looked great, but they're, they're good enough. You know, I, they're, they're all good, all these teams. That's the thing about these playoffs. They're all good teams. Like, I don't – I'm not, like, going to sit here and, and, like, be excited to play any of these teams, that's for sure. Yeah, except the Eagles. <laughs> I feel like we would wipe the Eagles. Yeah, but, we would beat them pretty handily, but you never know. You just never man, know. I mean, they're these, in the playoffs. These playoff games are so tough, man, and you're playing such good teams, and it's such a battle that, like – like, remember when the Ravens played the Vikings earlier this season and they took them to overtime. The Ravens barely won in overtime. And then they, on a short week, they have to go to Miami and they get absolutely embarrassed 
At the time, Miami was one of the worst teams in the league. And everyone's like, what happened? It's because, man, these overtime games. Like, think about the, the Raiders this week after their game they just had on Sunday night. Like, they're going to be exhausted. It takes a lot out of you when you're battling that hard. And this, if we end up playing the Rams or the Cardinals, who are coming off of a Monday night game and have to fly to Green Bay to play us when we're on sitting on two weeks rest, that's quite the advantage, man. Especially if it's close, like it usually is between those teams. Uh, it's going to be quite the advantage there. But, you know, could also get an upset where uh, the 49ers could beat the Cowboys, which I don't need, uh, I'm sure, according to Vegas, that would be an upset. But I don't know if that's really an upset because I feel like there's good possibility of that happening. I mean, oh, we're fingers crossed for Eagles beating the Bucks, right? <laughs> like, that's, that's the yeah, best that case scenario there. Well, think about that. I mean, not only do we get to play a seven seed, but then Tom Brady's Bucks are eliminated. Yeah, they're gone. Oh, but though they haven't been playing good, like they're they we're the only team that's consistently played like like an NFC team, like that's gonna have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Think about NFL the Cardinals. Team, uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, even like think about the favorite in the who's the favorite in the AFC? Kansas City. Bro, the, the Titans are lost. the one seed. The Titans, the Titans are the one seed. It's no, I'm even, saying no, I'm saying they're the one seed. Like yeah, I don't I like even the think they're that are good. Not that good. Yeah, I don't even think they're that good at all. Like all year, I've been like, yeah, the Titans aren't that good. Like I, don't, I know, yeah. And then me. it's like, oh wow, they're the one seed after last week. Like that's they weird. walked in, they they slept walked into the one seed because Kansas City couldn't do anything. I mean. And Kansas City and now, is the next best team. Now I'm hearing this Mike Vrabel coach of the year talk. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Nope. Get out of here. Just annoying. Stop it. That, well, they just look for somebody new every week because they don't want to give it to Matt LaFleur. Everybody, Why do they not want to give it to Matt no LaFleur? Idea. I mean, come no on. I get it in 2019. I even get it in 2020 because Rodgers won the MVP, and he was so absurd. But this year, man, it's like at the Oscars when like a, a director or at the Emmys when a TV show is so good for a long time but doesn't win any Emmys. So like the last season, they'll give it the Emmy, even if it wasn't the best thing on TV that year. Like, give it to Matt LaFleur, man. He's had three 13-win seasons in a row. Rookie head coach, like he deserves it after all these years. He does, and I mean now we're this is the most impressive of all the years because we got the the one seed locked up despite all the chaos that we've had injury wise throughout the year and everything else. We locked it up before the season even ended. I mean, I mean, come on, man! And like the teams we played, the injuries we've had, it's been unreal. The job that Matt Lafleur has done, obviously the whole team as well, but. Matt LaFleur is a player's coach. He's a leader of men. He is everything you'd want in a head coach uh, on the football field. And it's just so, so great to have him. And, and he's he's been great. I mean, he, he doesn't falter. He's very cool, calm, and collected at every moment. He gets he's, he's like a fan, too. He riles us all up on third downs, trying to get everybody all cheering for the defense. And it's like he's he speaks to every part of what it means to be a fan, a player, the upper management he's probably great with too because the relationship with him and Brian has been good enough that they've got what they wanted to get done. They've done it. I mean, everything has been accomplished, and the only thing that hasn't been done is to get a Super Bowl. Everything else, they've been on the same page, and it's been great. They got Aaron Rodgers, you know, all happy back into the fold again, which is awesome, and and that takes a lot from a guy like Matt LaFleur, who is really the middleman in all of it. But he's he's almost like the perfect representative of, of what it means to be a Green Bay Packer um, because he relates to just about everybody that is related to the organization in any capacity. And as an owner, 
I think he's great. Yeah. Uh, it's, we could do like the clean sweep on the NFL this season. If we can win the Super Bowl, Rodgers wins MVP, LaFleur wins Coach of the Year, Brian Gutekunds wins uh, Executive of the Year. We could get Rodgers as Super Bowl MVP. I mean, what else is there? Comeback Player of the Year, David Bakhtiari, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Amari Rodgers. <laughs> it could be crazy what we can do the NFL this Okay, year. that was, yeah, I don't know about that after this yeah, last well, performance. Hey, man. I thought he did good at first. <laughs> his uh his, in the first half or whatever some of his returns were nice. Yeah. And then nice. when he took it out on the when we when he took it out on the last drive that was very Ty Montgomery like. Yeah, oh it was, wasn't it? I literally said Ty Montgomery, what are you doing, bro? I mean And then they, they panned right to Rodgers I think after like <laughs> looking for that same thing. I just felt bad that he did that. I you know what else though? I did feel like there's it's really think about it. Like when you when you take the kickoff out on a on a play like that with 40 seconds left or whatever. I think I got Wasting down to 34. Time, bro. That's Just the thing. It's but it's a it's a risk. It's risk versus reward. The idea with the kickoff is you get some kind of special play, which it's rare, but it, you get a chance to score right then and there if you if you take it out and get the if you return it for a touchdown somehow. It's been done. I mean, it's it's a risk versus reward thing that if you do it, it's amazing. But if you don't do it, it's the six seconds you lose or so. And, I mean, yeah, it sucks. It's like, would it's you rather, risk. you're losing a play from scrimmage. So taking out the kickoff in a situation like that, you're costing your offense a play from scrimmage. Which which would you rather have as a coach? I'm I'm taking the play from I'm scrimmage. I'm sure, right. But, I mean, there is, there is a scenario in which I understand why. Not in Ty Montgomery thing. Oh um, yeah, Ty Montgomery. Rogers, yes, with yes, Aaron yes. Rodgers, that and for when he fumbled, I mean, he fumbled it too. Oh, he you can protect the ball. Fumbled it. He literally oh lost us the football. First that's all, different. Why is he that taking it out? Why is he taking it out? You know what he cost us? I don't us? know. He cost us you know the what? two minute warning. Do you Who remember? Who does he think he is? He cost us the two minute warning. Griff, we would have gotten the ball with like two o three. No, I know that was. <laughs> he takes it out. Not only did he not only lost us the two minute warning, a chance to maybe throw the ball or run it. We could even run it if we wanted. That's the beauty in the, having the two minute warning right there. But instead, not only did he fumble the ball, he took that. He got rid of that. Who does he think he is? I have no idea. But Rodgers is on the other side. He lost us a chance to get the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. This is different. It's Jordan Love. There is a there is a possibility. Maybe you want to get a big return and and spark the not even a touchdown. Maybe you just want to take ten seconds off the clock, get the ball to the forty instead of maybe the twenty five. That sparks you and it gets you closer to what you need. And it uh, it didn't happen, of course, but he didn't cost us the ball. Jordan Love did that a play later. So there okay. was that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know how this turned into an Amari Rogers kickoff return analysis, but that... I think it's important to discuss. People are really hating on Amari. I mean, it's yeah. I, I, I mean, don't let him develop. Should he have right, done Bron? it? Right, Bron. Oh, let right. him develop. Yeah, yes. yeah. Well, this guy is a rookie, to be fair, and he's not sitting behind the greatest <laughs> kick returner in history of football either. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that Rams game though. That is one of the worst losses in my time as a fan because they were undefeated at the time, and we were. It was such a turning point in our season. We were coming off the bye week. We had a poor record. I'm pretty sure we were 500 with a tie, and then like we were so close to beating the undefeated Rams. Rogers played so well that game. MVS's first career touchdown. That was Jair. Such a, Jair played out of his mind that, that game. Was his, that, like that was his. That was his. That was his game. Yeah. That was his star game. That was his. Now he's who game. he is. Yeah. Yes, that was. <laughs> I just, that's, that's when you first see the flash. That was his rookie year. You see those flashes. 
We haven't gotten anything like that from Jordan Love, have we? Oh, Jesus. When I see okay, Jair put kidding. on his clamps again when he comes back, I'm going to be so Oh, hyped, my bro. gosh. I cannot wait for Ja Money to get back here, man. <laughs> I cannot wait for Ja Money. I always think it's I, funny when my dad calls him Ja. I always, everybody calls him Ja. He's yeah, the, everyone calls him Ja, yeah. He's he's that Rams game, you know, got me thinking about how this offseason we're going to do our, our – I haven't talked to you about this in person, Ron. I've sent you one text about it. But we're going to do this uh, this Matt LaFleur retrospective on YouTube this offseason. Stay tuned for that. We're going to review every single game of the Matt LaFleur era. I can't wait, bro. We have st- – I, I speaking for myself, I have stories out the wazoo of every single game. I can't wait to go game by game, relive this stuff, talk about it with you, rank them ultimately in terms of enjoyment. I don't know what we could rank it by enjoyment. We can rank it by team performance, Rogers performance, Matt LaFleur performance, number of different A lot of things. fun. This is going to be I'm great. I'm just excited to talk about it. That is a so fun off-season like, project after we win the Super Bowl, Griff. After be we good. win the Super Bowl, we're going to be able to say Super Bowl winning head coach Matt LaFleur is always been The journey. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the entire the journey. Yes, journey. Yes, yes. Just like our podcast. If, like I've talked about this. You can go back in 30 years and listen to our podcast from all three seasons to get you to this point where we're going to finally win the Super Bowl, fingers crossed. And that's just like what this will be like. When we do this retrospective ranking of Matt LaFleur games in the Green Bay Packers Matt LaFleur era, we'll be able to take that and point at each game and each moment as a single piece of the journey to what will be the Packers' fifth Super Bowl and the first under Matt LaFleur and the really the first dance, I would call it. Yes, the first dance, as you famously called it last week. And, like, we're going to get to that, that week three, 2019. We played the Broncos. We're in throwback unis. And we're going to talk about how this was the first podcast that we ever did talking about previewing that game. We were talking about the week two game against the Vikings. And we're going to maybe play a clip, and it's going to be like, wow, how far we've come. But it's, like, it's just it's exciting to, like, because we have – it's going to be fun to just relive this. And, like, the, the Bears game, the first game of the, Matt LaFleur's career as a head coach – Chicago Bears on Thursday Night Football, 10-3, to grinded-out victory. Ugly, ugly game for everyone who isn't a Packers fan. But uh, I was so happy that night, man. I was just so happy. And I feel like it's going to be really fun for uh, for the listeners to be able to watch that, listen to that. and you know, It's kind of like a have-it-on-the-background type video, you know? Yeah, it'll be good. But all right, Griff, let's let's talk about these playoffs a little bit. I'm I'm dying to just jump in here and and well, look the defense. At these let's talk about the defense. They oh, sucked. what? They, no. They, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to talk about the defense. We didn't have <laughs> Devondre Campbell, Griff. Uh, we didn't okay, have Devondre. Yes. That's the one takeaway you get from the defensive performance. Devondre Campbell changes. We his didn't team. have Jair or Z either. Well, yeah, but they haven't played all year. De- adding That's Devondre true. in there makes a huge difference, man. That is true. Because I I'll think, tell you what. Yes. I'll tell you what. They great. looked a lot like the 2018, 2019, 2020 defenses that we've seen. And, uh, you know, DeMondre, he's such a good player. He is ridiculously good. I mean, well, the good thing is, is that, like, this is what I think is going to help us keep our heads up for this, this upcoming game in the divisional round. Because we lost. We lost. I mean, that's the truth. We did lose the game, and we had guys on defense out there, so it's... And LaFleur I mean, was pissed, bro. He, he was so, like... He yeah, was he so was mad, so bro. mad. He's just like, can we just beat the 2-13 and 13 Lions? Can we just... They can gave we just it all please? that they had, though, bro. 
They, they, scrappy football team, better than oh, their yeah. record. This is yeah. the game. This was their real Super Bowl. We joke about how the Week 11 loss to the Vikings, that was their Super Bowl. This was literally the Lions Super Bowl. Like, I'm I mean, sure they, Dan well, Campbell They pulled out a fake circle. punt. They had the fake <laughs> yeah. punt. They had about four uh-huh. trick plays. The, the trick plays, all of it, man. They were They were ready for this game. I mean, and that's good for them. I mean, I, I, you know what? Good for them. Like that. The, the good thing is, is like we have all these things to correct. Quote. But I mean, like we didn't play great. I mean, the guys that were in, you know, we are more talented than them. And I get like this game meant nothing. Rogers was playing like he was like out at practice. I mean, like it didn't even matter. And like guys, just it was just about getting through the game healthy and whatnot. Um, but like. Gosh, I mean, the defense did not look good, but we were missing our best player probably on with Devondre Campbell. It's at least in the middle of the field. I mean, this guy is ridiculously good, and he he changes our defense so much for the better. And uh, yeah, I mean, to have everybody else out there, I thought like like Preston looked good, like Rashawn looked pretty good. Like I thought the pass rush was there, but we're gonna get Z back, and then the the back end didn't look great at times. But oh wait, we're gonna get Ja Money back, Jair Alexander. And, oh, maybe, you know, oh, the offensive line at times couldn't hold up or whatever. Rodgers got sacked in a game where he shouldn't have been touched, but we just got David Bakhtiari back and Bill Turner's coming back and Josh Myers just got back. So, I mean, I feel pretty good about where we're at. I feel good about even that we lost this game. It sucks, but at the same time, we're going to have a chance to correct. Um, and it's going to keep us with the, with the mindset of, well, we just lost. We can't, we're not like, you know, we don't have our heads completely inflated. We did just lose to the Lions whether it was our, you know, half our team or not, whatever the case is, I mean, we did just lose. So it's not like we're coming in with our heads all held up high, for sure. I mean, we've got some work to do to correct that, and I think it'll keep us on our toes preparing like we need to go and do everything we can to win against whoever we're playing in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that's all we need to say about the defense. Uh, How about that graphic, by the way, that every single account on Instagram posted about the highest touchdown-interception ratios of all time in a single season? Rodgers has, like, the top seven or something like that. I mean, that's insane. I'm watching the game, and that just popped up. So just wanted to mention that. But that's all we need to talk about the Lions game. Who cares? Meaningless. Uh, Jordan Love. Playoffs, please. Didn't play great. Playoffs. Oh, I thought you were going to start talking about Jordan about Jordan Love? I don't don't know. You you were like, all right, Jordan Love. I was like, didn't I say enough? You want, me to, you want me to add more to that? Goodness gracious. <laughs> okay, okay but let's talk about the playoffs. The regular season is officially over, and after that playoff-type game that we had on Sunday night, let's, I mean, do you want to talk about that? I don't really want to talk about the AFC playoffs at this moment. I mean, I want to talk about that game because that game was so crazy, man. Like It was a just, lot of fun to watch. That game was insane. I, I am so mad that... I mean, everyone in America was rooting for the tie there because they would have both gotten in. But I was so mad that the Raiders won because I love Justin Herbert. I love watching him. He's insane. I thought he was going to be the biggest bust of all time. And he's maybe the most fun quarterback to watch in uh, in the NFL other than Aaron Rodgers because he's, he, he's so fun to watch. And all the fourth downs he was pulling out, he's just incredible. Love that guy. Yeah, and I'm sad great. that their he's season's really over. Good. Brandon Staley, too. Like, not even that he's, a, like, this great coach, but just the decisions that he's making, it's like every week, it's like, oh, my God, what is Brandon Staley going to do this week that's going to turn everyone on their heads? You know what's going crazy, Going forward on Griff? fourth and one from your own 20? Like, that's crazy. He was doing too much. Like, why is he doing, like, I get it. He, it's like you want to outsmart him, but, like, he was just doing too much. You wanted to, like, I don't know what he was going for with the timeout and whatnot, but 
in terms oh, of the game, like there. yeah, that is yeah, crazy. that was crazy. Man, I mean, they were, they were gonna tie. They were gonna they tie. Were gonna tie. They were gonna they were tie. gonna do it. They were gonna do it. And people probably wouldn't have. Lo- I mean, I think everybody was rooting for it, but at the same time, it's like, what's gonna happen after that? Are they all gonna go? Like, are both teams going to go to the local bar and get drinks together? I mean, like, what's going to happen? <laughs> like, I just, it was, it would have been a weird situation. Like, everybody's happy. Like, I don't know. I oh like God, that the Raiders, dude. I like that the Raiders did what they, like, they, they were like, oh, you want to call a timeout and you want to get the ball back? What do you, like, we were just about to tie with you. And you know what? Just for that, we're going to kick a field goal and we're going to win the game and we're going to send you home and we're going to yeah, send the Steelers the to the thing, playoffs. Man. That's the thing. Brandon Staley's like, we just wanted to get our guys on the field. Well, you can't tell that to the coach on the other side because he thinks that you're trying to get the ball back. It's like, you, you can't do this. You can't play the, I, I know that he knows that he knows that I know. You can't play that game. They should have just let the clock run. The Raiders, they probably would have ran a play, but it would have been like half-assed like the other two plays were. And they probably would have ended the game right there. And then maybe they go to the bar and have a couple drinks together. You know, that reminds me of, uh, do you remember in 2018, there was a scenario where uh, in 2018, week 16, we were playing the Bears at Soldier Field, and there was a scenario where the Bears could have clinched the NFC North that week, even with a loss, depending on the outcome of the Vikings game. And it would have been so funny if we would have beat the Bears, and then they still got out the hats and t-shirts. Like, that would have just been the funniest situation that I've seen. It didn't happen, but it's it's a similar situation where, like... Yeah. I mean, th- this game, they needed a Jaguars team that's won two games all year to beat the Colts. And everyone's like, oh, man, that's uh, I wish that could happen. And then it did happen. And then they actually... The odds of all this happening, bro, was absolutely absurd. The odds of the Jags beating the Colts, first of all... Uh, astronomical and then the they actually went to overtime it was actually close at the end of the game they actually go to overtime and get the clock the 10 minutes to expire and they still didn't tie but the fact that it was that close is so crazy man and it was i hope that every playoff game is like that one because i had so much fun watching that game the chaos, the drama of that, like the, the drama, whole, man. the was... whole day was so good. Even the the one game that really was only tied to itself was the 49ers. And then the, when the Saints went out and took care of business, that, that game meant even more because the Niners were really winning in. And if they lost, they were out and they get the pick in overtime off Mr. Picky. And oh, that they was just awesome. got it done. It was so Watching cool. Like, choke, man. It, I feel like I, most of the games, I felt pretty good about who was getting in. Because, like, if the Saints got in over the Niners, obviously that's not right. Like, I think the Niners are a much better team and than who wants to the, watch the Saints. Saints and then who I, wants to watch the Saints? No, man. right, nobody. The only thing was they would have been playing the Bucks, who they kind of have their number, but at the same time, the Bucks did beat them in the playoffs very handedly last year, even though they beat them twice in the regular season, the, the, the Saints beat the Bucks. They did it again this year. They beat them twice. They even shut them out in the last in the last game between the two. But the Bucks would have won, I have a strong feeling, and... Uh, it just wouldn't have been a good game, but now it's a little bit more exciting. Like, who wants to watch the Saints? They're not. They have a backup quarterback. Like, their backups yeah. backup is in. I mean, the Niners are deserve to be in the playoffs, and ju- I think the same thing happened in the game last night. I feel like the Raiders. The fact that the Raiders beat the Chargers, those two are very, very close to me, and the Raiders did a good job of, of you know, when they win the game, they're better than the Chargers, and, and you know that's that says it all right there. Even though I feel like Justin, he played really great, and I love watching him, like you said, and they have great receivers, and and they have Corey Lindsley, who which is awesome, and, and it would have been nice to have him in the playoffs, but and Belaga. the Raiders and Brian, who but he's been hurt, but. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I mean the, tr- the the Raiders did exactly. I like Derek Carr a lot. Like I like the Raiders, 
they did everything they could. They won. They deserve to get in. And then the Steelers, like, they won too. Like, they beat the Ravens. That's That game felt like it could be a game where, like, the winner of that game gets in, and I would feel comfortable with that. Like, because the Ravens with Lamar certainly could argue to be a playoff team, but the Steelers beat the Ravens with Lamar Light. Uh, Tyler Huntley literally plays exactly like him. And they... They, and they deserve to get in. The Steelers deserve to get in because they won. And yeah, if you but win who, in Week 18, who ahead, in their Griff. right mind wants to watch the Pittsburgh Steelers? Man, like that. They is, have good players. Oh, they have great God. defense. Griff. I don't want to watch you, Big Ben Roethlisberger, man. But I was hoping they would tie so both it. the Raiders and Chargers would get in, and I didn't have to watch Big Ben next week. Are the Chargers better than the Steelers? Probably, but I like the idea that the two winners of Week 18 get in. And I think the Steelers have a lot of great defensive personnel like they've got. And the idea of Big Ben, like, on this maybe Cinderella, you know, opportunity to get a Super Bowl maybe in his last year or even just win playoff games, that is, there's something to that. I mean, like, the fact that they weren't even supposed to be here, really, and they got in because the, the Chargers and Raiders didn't tie... Like, there's something to that, and I feel like this game against Kansas City that they have in the first round, and I guess we'll start talking about the playoff picture now, but they play Kansas City in round one, and to me, I think that could be a potential upset. I might sound crazy, but there is something to that. Ben has the potential to get slaughtered in this game. He might die on the field. Griff, just don't be surprised if it's closer, because the Chiefs are going to walk. The Chiefs aren't very good to me. They're just not that good. I don't think they're great. They they literally sleepwalk through games. This is I a agree game with that. that they I, beat uh, them by Griff. They beat them by thirty. I feel like the the Steelers could easily go right up there and maybe not win, but they'll play it close. I think it's going to be a better game than you. So think. you're taking the points, is what you're saying? Oh yes. I don't know what the yes. spread is. Let me look up what the spread is. Let's look um, up the spreads in all of these. That'll okay. tell us where so, everybody's yeah. leaning. It is a twelve and a half point spread. Kansas City favorite, of course. Are you taking oh. the twelve and a half for Pittsburgh? Oh yeah, by far. Yeah. This is the playoffs. Yeah. This is the this playoffs. Is the I mean, it's either it's either going to be Kansas City by thirty, or it's going to be like a two point, three point game. So, well, the, I I also think that the Chiefs are a little bit overrated and not very good, but they are very good against bad teams, and I think the Steelers are a bad team. So I'm taking Kansas City with the points. They're going to win by more than thirteen, at least thirteen. I think uh, because <laughs> Big Ben, it's funny his little Cinderella story. He just had his little his little song and dance at Heinz Field uh, last week on Monday Night Football. Everyone's thinking this is his last game ever, <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, we're actually in the playoffs here. This is weird." I feel like he is a uh, he's ex- well. They're not gonna. The difference is is like he that was his last home game. They're not gonna get another home game. But yeah, I mean, it was weird. Now they're they're gonna be in the playoffs. That was his last home game, though. Yeah, I know, I but it like, felt like it felt like everyone thought. Yeah, this was his well, last it felt game. like yeah, we're not gonna. Well, I mean, he played a lot. He also played this week, but yeah. No, I'm saying, saying, I'm saying this week. I'm saying like they went oh, into this, this one year, thinking yeah. it was his last ever game. Yeah. Like, oh, oh I, my god, dude, the Jaguars beat the Colts. I remember watching the pregame. And for, like, five minutes straight, they showed him throwing five-yard passes in some, like, back locker room area, just throwing with some guy for, like, five minutes straight on the NFL game day. Oh, my God. They just, for five minutes straight, they were just warming up, throwing, like, a five-yard throw. I mean, has there ever been a superstar quarterback, like, generational star at quarterback, less likable and less, 
just a worse quarterback to watch than Ben Roethlisberger, especially at this stage of his career. Like, God. You know, in the fourth quarter, the Steelers are going to be down by 30 points, and Ben Roethlisberger is going to throw a check down two yards behind the line of scrimmage on fourth and 14, and I'm going to change the channel at that point. Well, I do think the Steelers have a lot of defensive stuff that can disrupt what the Chiefs do on offense. The only thing is, uh, well, I think their pass rush, TJ Watt, like, I think that it's going to be a problem. I don't think it's going to be as close as we think, Griff. I don't. As okay. you think. I think it's going to be. Okay, well, so no, you... wait. Hold on. I said that incorrectly. I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's going to be closer than yes, you think. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So you're taking yeah. Pittsburgh plus 12.5. I'm taking KC minus 12.5. Let's talk right, a little. Let's uh, let's, okay, let's quickly wrap up the AFC here. We can't spend that much time on every AFC game. Yeah, we. Uh, just, well, you, you went on this Big Ben tangent for about I, 10 I, minutes. I, he's. Uh, Hey, Big Ben. Okay, <laughs> Raiders at Bengals. We've got uh, Bengals favored by six and a half. I don't know. Kind of, I kind of like the Raiders there, right? Oh, six and a right? half. Joey Burrow's game. first oh, playoff with the, game with the spread. With the spread. Oh, you. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming. Okay, yeah, we'll do with the spread. I think Kansas City's going to beat. I think Kansas City's going to beat the Steelers, but it's going to be close. Okay, with but you're taking game, Pittsburgh with the points there. Yeah, yeah. With okay. this game, I'm definitely. A lot of people don't understand betting like the spreads. Yeah, it's I know like the mean. it's the handicap that a team gets, like for because like the Packers are much, like let's say the Packers are playing the two and thirteen Lions on a normal Sunday that wasn't without half of the team, you know we're gonna have a lot of points given to the Lions because they were so much better than the Lions. Nobody thinks the Lions actually have a shot to beat us, but if they can keep it within let's say thirteen points, then they they win against the spread. If that makes sense. Some people still won't. Let get me explain that. this better. So okay. every single game, their Vegas or sports books assign a a given spread to every single game. So in this game, Bengals Raiders at Bengals, they predict the Bengals to win by six and a half points. So the Bengals are minus six and a half, meaning if you take the final score, subtract six and a half from it, do the Bengals still win? And there vice versa, go. if you add six and a half to the Raiders score, do the Raiders win? There you go. That's yeah. probably a better. That's definitely better. Okay. Okay. So then now, with that said, the Raiders. What's the spread? Six and a half. Six I kind of like. I like the Raiders getting six and a half points because they're going to keep. I think they they've won four straight games. They just beat a really good Chargers team. Although Cincinnati did just beat Kansas City not long ago. This is a good game. This is a really good game. I love this game. Actually, I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot uh, of fun. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. But uh, I'm taking I'm, I'm taking Vegas plus six and a half for sure. Joe Burrow is another one of those quarterbacks that I just love to watch. You know, and Jamar Chase. That's like a Devontae Rogers pairing there because it's like they're Whoa. just so in sync. What I said it's similar. I, I said no, it's similar. No, that bro, was did you see Jamar go off for two sixty six and three tuds? Okay, but that's bro. not like the connect. There's no mental mind meld that they've got. That that's it's their rookies. <laughs> Yeah, well, one of them is rookie, but well, anyways, yeah, but Joe Burrow's year two after an injury, so you know what? I'm taking, anyway, yeah. I'm taking Bengals with the points because I okay. think the Raiders, coming off of a game in overtime, so much drama, they're going to be tired. And this game is when one fifteen. When is that? That's Saturday, right? I don't know, but yeah. So you're, you're so we have two different picks here. So I, I'm picking the Bengals to beat the Raiders. Yeah, that, but... that's that's Saturday. So. The Raiders are going to be uh, very tired, very exhausted, and I think the Bengals are going to be. They've rested their starters. They didn't play any starters on Sunday, so I think they're going to run right through the Raiders. Yeah, I think uh, so. We're both picking the Bengals, but I think I well, I think it's going to be closer. You think it's going to be a little bit more of a 
of a stretch of points there. Yeah. Okay. Patriots at Bills. Four and a half game. point spread. Good game. Honey? I love four? these. I love these. You say four uh, and a half. Yeah, four and a half. I okay. love these matchups, divisional matchups in the playoffs, where you get that three-peat because they split the series in the regular season. And now we get the winner takes all here. Oof. This is a good one. This is a good one. Division rivals. I think if it's four and a half for Buffalo, I'm assuming that it's it's going to be tough. Can New England keep up? If, if Buffalo starts passing all over them, I feel like it's going to be tough. This is going to be such a close game. I almost want to pick New England to win. I almost do. I can't believe this. This is a, this is going to be a great game. I think all three of these games are exciting. Dude, every game is exciting. And even the worst game on the board, well, no, Steelers-Chiefs, I'm, that's a snooze. No, I think Tampa Bay, I, I don't know, whoever, but we'll figure uh, it out. Eagles-Bucks, like that's probably objectively the worst game. But that's exciting because we get to pull hard for the Eagles. So we have some rooting interest there. You're taking the Patriots. I'm also taking the Patriots in that one. I, I trust Bill Belly. Uh, here, speaking of Eagles, Eagles at Bucks. That's on Sunday at 1 p.m. Bucks are favored by nine points. Nine point spread here. Now, I just want to remind you of the wi- super wildcard weekend of 2020. Uh, this time last year, the Washington football team hosted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who were a wild card. And uh, everyone expected the Bucks to run right through him, but Chris Godwin dropped a bunch of passes, and Tyler Taylor Heineke made his name known, and they kept it very close. So, do you think that happens again, or do you kind of think the Buccaneers uh, run through the Eagles and cover the nine-point spread? Well, Chris Godwin is out for the rest of the year. Their best linebacker, we don't know if he'll be back, but and the, their running back as well. They've got guys missing, like for sure. They're very hurt, so I'm not sure exactly, Griff. I mean. I I think it's going to be within the the nine. I, I'm going to take the Eagles with the plus nine there, but I think Tampa Bay obviously is, is going to end up winning the game most likely. I think the Eagles also cover, but Bucks win because remember that game? What was that week six Thursday night football this year? Uh, t- Bucks at Eagles. Uh, that that game was very close, but this one's in Tampa Bay. I don't think the Bucks. No, they've lost. They lost the Saints in Tampa Bay this year. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the Eagles cover, Bucks win. Niners at Cowboys, old school 80s, 90s matchup here uh, mm. at 4.30 on Sunday. God, this one's going to be fun. On CBS, What's the enough, spread? It's got to be Dallas favored, right? Dallas by three. Now, Ooh, the, the standard is that the home field advantage is worth three points. So on a neutral right. field, this game is pick them. Oh, my goodness, yeah. what a game. Dallas by three. And San Fran is hot. They just beat <laughs> they the, are the, hot. the L.A. Rams. They, they just beat hot. the number four seed, L.A. Rams. And who else have they beaten on this stretch that they're on? They've been hot. I mean, they're playing well. And when you beat a team like that to go to the playoffs, you got all the momentum you could imagine. Dallas, they just lost to Arizona, who is kind of reeling too. But now they're they're a little bit... Well, they just lost... And Arizona just lost to Seattle. What a crazy time we're in. I think yeah. San Francisco beat the, uh, the the Seahawks, I think was one no, of the teams, too. No, they lost to the Seahawks. They lost to oh, the Seahawks, did. weirdly enough. Well, this is a crazy situation we're in, then. And they lost to the Titans, too, but they did beat the Bengals in overtime, and uh, they beat the Texans, if that's worth anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I the mean, Texans they're on... ended up beating... Uh, I think the Texans beat somebody that they was beat a good the, team. The Texans beat the Titans a couple weeks ago, who, right. and, who then beat the 49ers, so weird league we're playing in. Uh, Niners at Cowboys, who are you taking? I'm taking I, the I, I, I'm I danced the all around that one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm taking. I just the started bringing up Niners, everything. Man. So you're taking the Niners? Oh my gosh! You know what? Okay. I'm going to say this. You're not allowed to comment. I don't trust Mike McCarthy in this game. Not allowed to comment. Moving on. Who are you picking? 
What the heck, Griff? <laughs> what? What does that mean? I like Mike. <laughs> I Dang it. Too. I don't know who I'm... You know what? Just for that, I think I'm taking Dallas. I think You're taking I, Dallas? I just don't... Can, can San Francisco... I don't, here's the question. I think Dallas is susceptible in the passing game because of what... We talked about this last week. Their corners, I don't think, are very good at all. I think their corners are really, really susceptible. And they're going to rely on those guys like they're good. Does San Francisco have the ability to take advantage of that with Jimmy G at quarterback? That's the question. Even his good throws are very pickable, if you ask me. Like I, I he almost got picked on that one to Debo at the end of the game that that uh got them into yeah, the that position one to get was to overtime. So close, man. Yeah, I mean, I don't. He's, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna take Dallas. I'm gonna take Dallas with the points, even I think, because I'll take Dallas minus three. It'll probably be around four, five, six. I just yeah. think that they're gonna they're gonna win this game, but then I think whoever you know, I don't think they're gonna end up playing us sadly. But whoever whoever they get to next, which I, it'll probably be if if so if Dallas wins, I guess I'll, I'll have them playing the the um oh that'd be Tampa Bay. Oh, I think Tampa Bay would end up beating them. We'll get into we'll get into this after, okay? Yeah. Okay, Cardinals Rams. This is the highlight primetime matchup. Monday Night Football. First time there's been a playoff game on Monday night since I don't know when, maybe ever. But the spread is it's at LA by the way. LA did win the division, crazy enough because the Cardinals were 8-0, what feels like a month ago. Yeah. Right, uh, now they have six losses. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, right? We destroyed their season with no Devontae, no Lazard, no MVS. Anyways, Rams favored by four. I cannot wait for this game. This game, week 14, also on Monday night, was a fantastic game. I watched it in a hotel because I was at the Bears game, still in Wisconsin. That was a phenomenal game. I can't wait for this one. Who you so we've in? seen this game twice, but the difference now here is that both these teams are coming off losses to teams that, in theory, are worse than them. Kind of weird situation. These are the powerhouses of the NFC, Griff. Teams that lost teams that were worse than them and are now playing each other for the right to probably, if we both think that these predictions are correct, the winner of this game will go to Green Bay. Most likely. On a short week. So, I mean, this is the cream of the crop in the NFC, Griff. That's why I feel so good about our chances. But um, I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the Rams could put Arizona's lights out pretty quick. I don't know. It's a division game, so it'll be close, but I feel like there's a possibility that the Rams could come out and beat them pretty good. I don't like I don't like Arizona in this game. I don't. It'd be nice if JJ Watt played for them. I don't know if he'll play, but that would change maybe a little bit, but I think I think the Rams What's the spread? It's 4. I'm taking the Rams, Rams probably favorite. probably with the 4 points too. I'll take the Rams. Oh, yeah, it's so tough, man. I can I this game's going to be so good. I I want to take the Rams with the points too. Four is kind of an awkward number because not. I don't a lot like of games. four either. I yeah. you know what? I don't like. I don't think Arizona's that good. Me uh, lately. I what don't have think you done Tyler. For, this is a what have you done for me lately, league run? Yeah, lately they're not these guys. Good. I don't think the Rams are very good either because lately they haven't <laughs> yeah. been good. They just lost I don't think any of these teams yeah. are good. This is no. our ticket to the NFC Championship. If we get to play one of these two teams, I mean they they'll be coming off a win at that point. But it's like. They just beat a bad team. Not that they're bad. They're bad at our standard. We're the best team in the league. We're thirteen and four. Really thirteen and three. I'm gonna. I'm not even. We're not thirteen and four. We're thirteen and three. And I think we are much better than just about every other team in this league. It's set up for us to win. These teams suck. They just lost <laughs> to teams that are bad, fighting for their playoff lives, trying to win the division. The Rams just lost. 
and they somehow still won because luckily enough, their other team is awful, Arizona. They had eight wins, then we beat them, and then they lost five more times after that in the span of like seven games. They're awful. I don't even, like, it's crazy that these are the teams that we have to worry about, and I'm worried still because anything can happen in this league, but, I mean, I'm taking the Rams. I think their defense is on fire. Here's my mental math with this one. I think Kyler's a better quarterback, but I think... Whoa, whoa, that's a little... I don't think Kyler's very good. I don't think Matt's very good either. Yeah, who are you taking, Kyler or Matthew Stafford? I don't like either of them. Wow. I don't know. I'm, I'm going none. I'm taking none of them both. <laughs> Jordan Love is your answer. Uh, I, I'm taking Sean <laughs> oh McVay. So here's the deal. Um, okay, break it down. Was... Let's break it down. Break it down So like this. Matt LaFleur is miles above a Sean McVay. Sean McVay is miles above Cliff Kingsbury. I do not trust Cliff Kingsbury in his first playoff mm-hmm. game, right? First ever playoff game for Cliff. Uh, just don't trust Oof. him. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, I'm assuming he's healthy. I, I haven't been keeping up with the Cardinals. No, he honest. hasn't. No, no. Is he healthy? No. Is he not going to play? Probably not. I don't know. Oh maybe, maybe he'll maybe. play. He got, he already got hurt. If he plays, I mean, it, regardless, like, he'll be out there, but, like, he hasn't had a 100-yard game this year, Griff. He not, not once. Not a single 100-yard game That's all pretty, year. That's pretty insane, dude. Yeah. So... When you, I, I agree. I think when you break it down like that, and then when you look at their defenses, I think uh, the Rams, although like at times they look like they're not very good, they have much better talent across the board with Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey. They lost their safety. I said Jordan Fuller, when he got hurt, he's a good safety for them. He replaced John Johnson in a lot of ways for them near the line of scrimmage and even the things he was doing in the back end too. That's a big loss. Okay, so we've got Hopkins is on IR. Yeah. I, I don't know status for this game. Assuming he's not going to play. So uh, I trust the connection of Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. I mean, they have been phenomenal this season. So, But when he's throwing to Odell, even though Odell is great, like he just and has no made connection. crazy plays, yeah. But Stafford yeah, Odell has been great, man. I wish Stafford we had him, but stinks, it's okay. Man. Stafford's awful, yeah. yeah. And you know okay. what? I like I like that all his issues go to OBJ because, like, I bet he wishes he came to Green Bay. I, I really He's do. got Matthew freaking Stafford throwing him ducks, game-losing yep. interceptions. How many times has OBJ had to make? I think OBJ <laughs> has more tackles than touchdowns with, with the Rams, I swear. For real. Tackles after interceptions. Okay, so that's it. So according – so we've got raiders Bengals. You're taking – you're taking Vegas to win? Are you taking Vegas to win it, though? No, I'm taking the, I'm taking the Bengals. Okay. I think Raiders got the points, though. Okay. Okay, so you're taking Bengals, and you're taking New England, correct, over Buffalo? I'm also taking Cincinnati. I'm also taking New England. So, our, yeah, so then our matchup, I think we both have, we have the same matchups in the AFC, which would be Tennessee facing New England in that in the divisional, and then it would be Kansas City versus Cincinnati, which would be exciting, too, oh, That considering God, that the man. game happened and Imagine it was a that. crazy one. God, Cincinnati man. wins that game. Well, they not not wins that game, but they won that game just what two weeks ago. They beat yeah. them by three. Mm-hmm. And that game, was so that insane, would be interesting. Man. These yeah. these last few weeks, this is why we watch football, bro. This is why we yes. watch football. Okay, and so for the, the NFC, NFC, we've got yeah, we've got we've got Tampa the Bucks Bay winning, and, of course. Then we Tampa both Bay and LA. You have Dallas winning. Oh, I do. So they would be Tampa Bay and Dallas for me, yeah. which I think that's a lot of fun. But I you have, would have Tampa Bay and I the have Rams. San Fran coming to Green Bay next week. Okay. Yeah. Now we're talking, baby. Oh, wow. God. Okay, am I rooting for Dallas now? Am I rooting for Dallas? I don't know. 
I want to play Dallas oh so God, bad, dude. Man. I feel like Dallas, we'd we'd lock them up. You think so? We'd beat them. I think we'd beat them. This man. Is I'm so hoping fun, that they win. Man, this is so fun. God. I think we beat everybody. Frankly, I'm not. Everybody's like, oh my goodness, San Francisco. I'm not worried about San Francisco. They have no. Cor- they, I'm just G worried because of history. I'm I'm worried about our playoff oh. record versus San Francisco. Come on. I, I mean, know. really? Yeah, I get it, but like. How many passes did Jimmy G throw us? in the 2019 NFC Championship game? They are not beat. I, I know. That's a good point. Yeah, but they don't have Raheem Mostert anymore, do they? Uh, okay, it doesn't matter with Shanahan. Who's their running Shanahan's back? Shanahan's right not now? that good, man. Shanahan's not that good. No, I'm saying the way he coordinates the run game, it doesn't matter who yeah, the running Yeah, I get back I mean, is. well, but the problem is, Griff, I think we're going to go into this game like, oh my gosh, we got to stop the run after what they did last time in 2019. Like, remember when we. Remember Derrick Henry? In twenty in twenty twenty when we beat yes. them forty to whatever. Dalvin Cook two weeks ago. Yes. Whenever we key in on a guy, or in this case, we'll just stop the run against San Francisco. Whenever we do that, we can rely I mean, whatever we don't have to worry about them passing on us with Jair, Rasul Douglas, our safeties. We don't have to worry about them passing it on us. If we key in on stopping the run against San Francisco, we're gonna be fine. We are going to be absolutely fine because we're going to do what we always do when we get ready and know what we have to prepare for. Uh, we'll be fine. I think we'd beat San Francisco just like we did earlier this year. And, okay, and then we've both got the Rams winning over the Cardinals, which would be crazy, like a crazy finish. Does that mean Cliff loses his job maybe? Imagine the Cardinals no. go one and done. Imagine the Rams go one and done. God, oh, they have after everything After the season on the they've had. <laughs> they they traded Jeez, picks for not Von Miller. They trade or they signed OBJ. They've made all these trades. Matthew Stafford mm-hmm. trade. Stafford, the paper Super Bowl champions from May, dude. Yep, from February. Like when did they trade? They for never Stafford? win it, Griff. It they never now. win it except Tampa okay. Bay last year. So I kind won. of I'm kind of intrigued to root for LA or Arizona here, just for the narrative of like the memes that have come out of that. Clowning on the yeah, Rams. I'm I mean, all for okay. clowning on well, the Rams. Well, because then we'd end up playing. Well, you'd have us still playing San Fran, but I would yeah. then have us have us playing Arizona. That's weird. I, don't I like know. that matchup. I like that matchup. Arizona coming to Green Bay. Well, the great thing is both these are well. The San Fran, Arizona, L.A. warm weather teams. Yes, three out of the four. The only one that isn't a warm weather team is Philadelphia, and they've they've played in some cold for sure. This past week it was really cold in their game. But they're the seventh seed too, and they're not very good. So that's the that's what the difference is between what we have. So we're either playing a warm weather team, which is always a bonus, or we're uh, that. Not to mention that we beat already this year a warm weather team that we beat this We've year because we swept we swept that division. We swept that division. So that it's either that or the seventh seed. Who yes, they're coming off a win, but they're probably the worst football team remaining in these playoffs. Either worst them or the Steelers, and worst quarterback potentially too. Well, maybe Stafford. <laughs> we take it. Jalen Hurts or No, no. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Mr. Picky, um, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that uh, I'm so excited, man. I want to simulate my life to Saturday, just sitting on the couch. Sunday, Monday night. Griff, this Griff, is super, The anticipation is, is, is just as good. The anticipation know, is man. just as good as getting there and watching it. It'll what's be your, fun. What's your favorite game? What's your favorite oh, that's game a great here, question. Okay, why don't we? I don't know. I mean, do you want to rank these games? Rank these games: most intriguing, least intriguing. From the NFC, or we'll do all the games. NFC and give me, AFC. Give me all, all of them. them yeah. Okay. Give me all okay, of them. I'm looking all at them right now, so that's fine. I think the most exciting game, honestly, could be. Oh my gosh, 
I can't pick. <laughs> Dallas and San Fran is so good. It's I'm deciding. Well, I I'm about to name four games that I'm deciding between. Never mind. I'm not going to do that. That's pretty pointless. But okay. Well, you give me yours. Maybe it'll sway me. Okay, my number one most intriguing. It's got to be Arizona versus the Rams. That one's We've seen prime that time. Twice. I know. We've seen That's it twice. the same thing with. Patriots and Bills. Seen it twice already. I love those games, man. Remember last year, the Seahawks and Rams? Like, the Rams, those games were ugly, grinded-out victories for the Rams all three times. But it's like, it's just so fun. It's so it's, fun because these teams oh, know each other so well. Man, that's that's my number one. What's your number one most intriguing okay, game here? I'm going to go with Dallas and San Fran because I feel like that game is going to determine a lot. It's like, that, that one has the most potential for upset to me. That's probably why I'm picking it. And you kind of get the best of both worlds with the New England and Buffalo game, the fact that that's a division game and it's that same 3-6 upset potential. But I'm going to take the NFC because that matters more to us as Packers fans, so I'm going to go with that game. But it's so that one's one's my most exciting, I would say. That's my number two. That's my number two. That game is going to be a lot of fun. It's weird Mm -hmm. that that's on CBS. Doesn't that have such a Joe Buck, Troy Aikman feel to it? That's on CBS. How strange. Well, with Dallas, you'd think. Yeah, right? Yeah. So then my number two would be, uh, I guess I would go with, um, I'm yeah, I would say L.A. And, and Arizona. That one is, I mean, that's those, those are the two yeah, those powerhouses are the two of the weekend of the there. Weekend, yeah. that's, those are that's the powerhouse right matchups. Number three for me, it's got to be uh, Raiders-Bengals. Yeah, like I would go game. that too. That's yeah. going to be fun. That has blowout potential though. For who? So. The Cincinnati, you think? Yeah, Cincinnati, yeah. yeah. Because so, I think the Vegas back end isn't isn't special, so like I mean the, the Jamar Chase thing could be a problem for the for the Raiders, but that's that's probably problem. I would say that's that's the next best game for me too. And then it's going to be Patriots Bills, right? Of course, yeah. yeah. That even, one, even, that one, even that one, even that one. That's no, I'm excited. Too. That's I mean, talk about there's so many. I think I love watching Josh Allen. Like, yeah, I'm, man. I'm he's, so excited. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's, he's fun so to watch. exciting. Like he's he loves he runs around. He almost had one touchdown this weekend. That was like, that was insane. He threw it as he was falling to the ground, and a guy was sliding, and he almost caught. Like, he just doesn't care. Like, he'll make any throw, and he'll try any throw. It's awesome. He's a lot like Favre. Like, people compare all kinds of quarterbacks to Favre. They compare Rodgers to Favre, doesn't have enough turnovers. Mahomes to Favre, again, doesn't have enough turnovers. Josh Allen is the perfect Brett Favre comp. Um, and the Patriots. I love watching the Patriots because it proves that Mac Jones is just as good as Tom Brady was as a rookie, as a young quarterback, and anyone can thrive in that system. So I'm excited for that one. That's in prime time. They're talking about crazy weather in Buffalo again, potentially. That's going to be fun. Next game has got to be Eagles-Bucks. Uh, I mean, maybe the Bucks. you never know what you're getting with them. Maybe they'll I don't like watching Vita them Vea play, dude. strip off his jersey and uh, storm off the field. I do. It's, it's a reality <laughs> I, I would like that. I'd like that. <laughs> I don't. I, you know what? I just we forgot to mention the Antonio Brown. Like they lost Godwin and Brown. Like those yes. are two. Maybe yeah, they're two best receivers, man. Like that's that's crazy. I'm going with Kansas City and Pittsburgh because I feel like that game actually has a chance to be close. I don't know if this one is really going to be all that close. Even if it's the spread is what is it? We said it's yeah, six and Casey, a half. Casey nine, and Pittsburgh. No, it's a yeah, nine it's point nine, spread. It's nine, yeah. yeah, Casey and Pittsburgh is the biggest spread by a mile. That's twelve and a half. Like, I think it's going to be closer than that. Think, yeah, yeah, and I also don't like watching Tampa Bay. I mean, like it's just not fun. Like it's it's watching yeah. Brady check it's down like, every play. What do they call it's, it on Twitter? Doom scrolling. Like when they just... they run the ball, they run run pass. They they and Brady throws a check down, 
and it's like I, I just oh it's my so god boring. is there anything worse than watching Brady his entire career throw a check down and then watching the running back break tackles and get twelve yards on the play? These Patriots oh, fans have no insane. idea what real football is. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Well, that's our rankings there. Yeah. That's they, this we is made so our fun. picks. This is fun, man. This is fun. If you've listened this far, thank you. It's very appreciated. Make sure to DM us. Tell us that you listened this far. It, it, it's very. It's nice to know that people are listening to this podcast. So just give us a reminder. Tell us if you enjoyed it. Give us a review. Tell us if you hated it. If you didn't like us at all, didn't enjoy it at all, just let us know. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow both of us on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram at AllDayPackers. You can follow Braun on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers. And uh, rate the review five stars on iTunes. Please share it with your friends and family. Subscribe to it on all the platforms, even if you don't listen to them. It just helps a lot. And we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Enjoy this weekend of football. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll be back next week. Maybe with Mason. Who knows? We were trying to get him for this week. Not going to happen. Maybe next week we'll have Mason. Go Pack Go. Thanks for listening, everybody. Excited for the playoffs. Cannot wait to preview. Hopefully on Monday night we'll know. Otherwise, we're going to have to go to Tuesday probably because... If you know if San Francisco wins on Sunday, then we'll know. Okay, we're playing San Francisco. But if if it if there's no upsets, we'll have to see what happens in that Monday night game, which then we'll preview what will be a super super exciting game on Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, Griff, there you go with the super yes, again. Super. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's gonna be super fun to watch these games, and uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully a, a really fun divisional round matchup, and we'll preview that next week, Griff. So thanks for listening, everybody. Go Pack Go!